You're listening to an XM Productions podcast. All right, Eva, it's a new school year, and that means a new season. Welcome to your friends, Justin and Eva. Your Friends is hosted by two Moody Bible Institute seniors and is made for Moody Bible Institute students. This is where we reflect on our journey at the school, invite you into our friendship, and hope to encourage and equip you along the way. Whether you attend Moody or not, we are so blessed and happy to have you here with us. Welcome to Season 2. Eva! Yeah! Here we are in our very last episode. Yikes. Ever. Oh my gosh! Ever. Episode 10. What a beautiful number. (laughs) Also, the greatest floor in Culbertson Hall. Oh, please. Colby 10. Sure. I had to say it at some point. Why not wait till the 10th episode? Right. The very last episode. Save the best for last. Hopefully. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for listening. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. This is the 10th episode of Your Friends, Justin and Eva. Thanks for coming along with us for the ride. Sure. Whether you, you know, listen to all of it or just <laughs> jump straight to the last one. Uh, Hit pause 10 minutes yeah. in on the first one. <laughs> this, this is a project we started a number of semesters ago. We wanted to document our lives here at Moody. We mm-hmm. are... A uh, handful of weeks, more than a handful of weeks from graduation. We wanted yeah. to sort of get the last episode out of way, out of the way, leave room for sort of the unknown and mystery, and uh, yep. close this chapter that is the podcast. Sad day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to say, Bummer Town. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have never heard you say Bummer Town. It's been a new thing recently. Like I started it this semester. It's just really caught on. Okay. Okay. Bummer Town. I, I had a coworker. Whenever something like terribly happened, he would like sarcastically just be like, sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we're a little short staffed. We're going to need you to come in tomorrow. Be like, sick. <laughs> so, is that like the essence of Bummer Town? Yeah, or is yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Like, Lots oh, of sarcasm. Bummer Town. Yeah. Genuinely bummed. Like somebody breaks s- up with you and you're like, Bummer, <laughs> bummer Town. <laughs> I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> you find out your crush is dating somebody. Bummer Town. <laughs> Just getting so used to like disappointment, you're like, I'm vibing, you know. Like, can I say this is a lovely table? I I am a huge fan. Um, for those of you that don't know, our previous episodes were recorded, as it says at the end of the episode, in the studios on Kroll Eight. But that is no longer the case. 
calm has been moved to Chapman One. Yes. We are in a new studio. And may I add, it is lovely. Very lovely. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Professor (laughs) (laughs) Camerson. We appreciate your service. Oh, but the table... It was a nice table. It's just a little crowded and a little small. This is very yeah. large. It's brighter, yes. you know, and I feel like yes. the room is the room is very white and open and professional. I will say the lights feel a little harsh. Mm. Already complaining. You know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You're just being honest. Yeah, talk to me about these lights. Well, I just feel like there's a lot of shadows. Mhm. You mean like for the video? Yeah, and like, okay, look at myself in the video. I'm ghostly white. Well, we can't fix that. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm glowing and not in the good way. Right, so you just need to put like a diffuser on that light or something. Put like a... Uh, a, a, a curtain or a shower <laughs> shower curtain <laughs> on the ceiling and just diffuse yeah, some just like of that. Soften you know? it like a warm light. This yeah. is a very it's a very harsh light. That's what I what, was saying. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's yeah. You need to soften. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good thing this is not a video podcast because True. nobody True. has to see our faces. True. Yeah. But if you're listening, you already know that this episode is called Impactful Moments. Yeah. We're going to talk about moments that have been impactful. Moments. Of our entire Moody student careers. Sheesh. Very hard to pick three, I will add. Uh-huh. And I'm still second guessing my three. Okay. Well, you can, I mean, you can share more if you want. We'll see how I've I feel. just, I've only had three impactful moments, so... It's no, pretty you have easy. Not. That was a joke. Come on. <laughs> yeah, our entire entire purpose was kind of just to document, just be yeah. ourselves, document what it's like for us anyway to yeah. be here. And Moody, as I've stated several times, has shaped us, formed us, crushed us, <laughs> lifted us up, <laughs> and uh, we got some. Gosh. We got some stories. So. I wish you guys could see Justin right now. <laughs> what am I doing? He's got his hands like I like, like the all, table, you know? All I, like spread out, and then he's looking at me with like a super philosophical like, expression. Yeah. Moody's yeah. shaped us. <laughs> <laughs> like there have been some bummer towns, you know? <laughs> There have been some not so chill days, man. Yeah, you sound like Church Chad. Like <laughs> Church Chad, he's so funny. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, you think he's a fan of the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> <clears throat> it's okay because I'm a fan of his. So nice. Yeah, good stuff. Also, I've been fiddling with this wire for a really long time. Sure, sure. Um. So, so what are we thinking here? Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? We're just we each have selected three. Yes. Highly impactful moments, trajectory changing, maybe just meaningful, maybe moments that stick out uh, over the excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> over the entire three and a half years that we've been here. <laughs> 
started out as a yawn, ended in a burp. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You didn't have to say it. There's no guarantee they heard it. I could have cut it out. Now I have to keep it in. <sighs> just, just being real, man. Yeah. That's, that's what we try to do here, man. Just trying to be real. Hey, have you seen start. that SNL sketch? Which one? I probably sent it to you, but it's time to be real. They're like robbing a bank <gasps> oh, and then the thing yeah, goes yeah, off. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, Miles Teller is great. Yeah. Uh, would Hilarious. you like to start? Sure, with my three, with my number three. Uh, yeah, with your number three. Number three. Three out of three. Um. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving of, what was it, 2021? <gasps> is that the one where you guys came? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know I was going to say that? No. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you did for some reason. Um, yeah, so Thanksgiving of 2021, my very first Thanksgiving not going home to New York with my family, mm. but instead... I went to Justin's house with Justin, Javi, and our friend Annie, mm-hmm. um, and we stayed with his brother Jake at his house, mm-hmm. and we had Thanksgiving with his family, and they were just super generous, and I, it was just such a laid back Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but there were so many things about that Thanksgiving that were just really special, and I think even though I had realized it before during that Thanksgiving, I realized like, Oh man, these are my people. Like, mm. um, like if I were to have Thanksgiving with anybody other than my family, like these are who I'd want to have mm-hmm. Thanksgiving with. Um, and it was just restful. And then how your mom just, and your brother hosted us so kindly, like mm-hmm. filling, <laughs> filling your brother's countertop with every possible kind of snack and toiletry we would ever want or need. Uh-huh. And we just watched a bunch of movies. We shopped on Black Friday. We yeah. went to your sister's for game night. Like it was just so much fun. Yeah. And I forgot that we went to uh, Amy's. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it just, like, I I didn't grow up with having friends. Like, we were homeschooled. We occasionally went to youth group, but we weren't involved enough. And also, we were, like, the nerdy homeschool kids, so uh-huh. we didn't have a lot of close friends anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, like, it this th- that Thanksgiving was just really special because, for one, it was like, oh, my gosh, these are my people, and, oh... I have people like I have friends that I can go to Thanksgiving for with Mm -hmm. um, and still feel like I'm home and still feel like I'm with people who really know me. And like that was just so new. Yeah. And it was just fun and chill. Yeah. And. No, if I could relive that weekend, I would. That was, yeah. like you said, so many, like, chill, restful, like, just hanging out at Jake's house. Yeah. Like, with the two, like, beds set yeah. up and, like, the TV, watching movies. Yeah. Um, That was great. It was so much fun. And, and then we decided to drive back instead that, of take the train. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, because we had, 
Gosh, what was that? Because my, oh, yes. Okay. So I didn't have my car on campus yet. Right. And it, I was going to bring it for the spring semester. Yeah. And we were like, hey, what if instead of taking the train, we just mm-hmm. drove back and then I pay the parking yeah. pass for a couple weeks. And so then it we was, stopped at the gas station yeah. and we got snacks and drinks and then we yeah. drove back and we listened to music and it was so much fun. So much better than taking the train. That yeah. was great. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, we talk about the times that I've gotten off campus with my friends here in just about any capacity. Yes. It's been some of the most fruitful, restful, like quality time Mm -hmm. I've ever had. Uh, It's really fun just getting away. Um, It is. I've really enjoyed like all of those late night drives to Walmart mm -hmm. and Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, and the terrible experience at Arby's. I'm sorry, Patrick. You'll that never was forgive hilarious. Me. I still get crap for it. I'm sorry. Our poor vegan friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Arby's. I'm sorry. I'm I sometimes yeah. I, I get heat for it, you know. I just yeah. It's the curly fries. Yeah, it is, you know. And the large diet coke, you know. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, root, root beer sounds good right now. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if you want to go to the gas station after this, we can get root beer. Go to sure. BP. You know sure. they stopped carrying Mountain Dew energy. Yeah, you told me that like five times. Break my heart, why don't you? Can't find it anywhere, except for Target. Target still had some. No, yeah. Target didn't. Jewel did. Thank you, Jewel mm. Osco. Serving America's needs. Wow, you should get paid for that advertisement. Yeah. Um. Okay, your turn, number three. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed talking about Thanksgiving. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a really, that was a really nice See, time. Even just like thinking about it, it just felt like a different state of mind yeah even like remembering like so annie was in a relationship so she went out to the car in the garage to facetime facetime her boyfriend (laughs) a lot and like introducing javi to my family like my mom and my mom's friend share it like love javi so funny like love javi still message him and say like hey miss you (laughs) 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 hope you're doing well (laughs) javi's just a social butterfly gets along with everybody and um, then you mowed Jake's lawn and oh, I was cleaning his yeah, kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah. 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 He said he he came home. Uh, <laughs> he came home and he said he felt like that was the nicest thing like anyone's done in a long time. And he started to feel emotional. Oh and he was gosh. like, be a man. Come on. <laughs> it's not that much. Like, <laughs> they, oh, so they cleaned up a little. Like It was great. He's like, grow up, but <laughs> you're a strong man. Um, Yikes. But that was fun. Yeah. I also hadn't mowed in a long time. Mm-hmm. I grew up mowing lawns a lot. So I don't you, know. It was always. looked like a full-on father. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think you were even wearing white sneakers. Oh, yeah. The, well, I don't think they were New Balance. But listen, they were they were pretty close. In a little polo. I think. <laughs> I think I have to earn the New Balance <laughs> shoes. I think maybe once you have a child, sure. you are allowed to buy New Balance shoes. But yeah. I really enjoy mowing. I do. I don't miss mowing. It's very therapeutic. You know, it feels mm-hmm. good. Yeah. There's a sense of accomplishment with a job well done. True. Um, That's anyway. how I feel about weeding the garden. Okay. Yeah. You weed the garden, I'll mow the lawn. Sure. There we go. Sure. Um, okay. Digress. Carry on. (laughs) Number three. Ah, this really should be higher up in the list, but Mm. I'm going to put it here. All of my moments are really impactful. Um, 
Gosh, it's it's the simplest little moment and it had the biggest ramifications for me. Uh, first week, first week mm-hmm. here, freshman, new. Um, I think at that time, like only, you know, only the freshmen are here for like FYE and orientation. Mm-hmm. Obviously all the student leaders and RAs are here, but anyway. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting alone in the SDR. Oh, oh boy, Justin. <laughs> like I'm a freaking introvert. I'm comfortable just you know, sitting alone. And this guy, <laughs> don't think he'll ever listen to this. Certainly hope he doesn't get wind of it. Trent Blake. <laughs> Trent Blake. Oh, Trent. God bless that man. He marches right up to my table. Yeah. And he says, hey, man, uh, just want to let you know. Uh, uh-huh. Love it if you'd come join us over here at table 10. I'm here with a couple buddies. Uh, yeah. You'd like to eat with us. Yeah. And, you know, I'm an introvert, so I have to say no to everything the first time it's offered to me. Right. Um, at least at that stage in life. I'm still working right. on it. Right. Because um, you want to know if you're actually invited or if it's just a pity invite. Sure. Well, yeah. you know how Dwight's like, oh, I forgot you were a woman and you have to refuse food <laughs> the first time it's offered. That was. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Yeah, that was that was me. <laughs> that was me. But for like any social. Yeah. I have to say no the first time. Yeah. I have to say no the first time. And so I said no. Mm-hmm. And he said, all right, cool, man. Uh, my name's Trent. Uh We'll always be at that table, and you are always welcome if you change mm-hmm. your mind. And I was like, "Oh, thanks so much, yeah, nice mm-hmm. guy," you know. And then you know, I sit there and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, "You should have gone over there, you idiot." <laughs> I'm very kind to myself when I talk Clearly, to myself. Clearly, yes. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I love that because I said no. Right? Mm-hmm. He took a step. He took a step of you know discomfort, inviting someone, taking, reaching a hand, extending mm-hmm. a hand. Something I fail to do a lot. And I said no. And, you know, a, a day or two later in orientation, um, I overhear Trent, this guy that I now know, mm-hmm. talking to another guy about going to Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And I'm back in my self-talk mode. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling myself, I'm like, Justin, you want to go freaking get some Diet Mountain Dew? Yeah. And you don't want to do it alone, do you? Yeah. No, you don't. You hate going places by yourself. You don't know Chicago, but you want that Mountain Dew, man. Yeah. So you need to march up to Trent and ask him if you can go with, man. Yeah, come on, so man. Because I knew who he was. Right. I just I just raised my hand and I and like to get his attention. I was like, "Hey, Trent." And he's like, "Yeah, bro." <laughs> and I was like, "Did I hear you saying you guys are getting a group together to go to Walgreens?" He said, "Yeah." And I said, "Could I come with?" And he's like, absolutely, man. You're always welcome. And like, get this. Huh. I end up going to Walgreens with Trent and those two dudes he was sitting with at table 10. Those two guys are yep. Javi and yep. Joe. Javier Cortez, my current roommate, and yep. Joseph Chaco, two of my closest friends at Moody. Yep. We all live on Colby 10. We eventually moved to Colby 10 to join mm-hmm. Joe that's where Joe and Trent lived. Two of my best friends at Moody. The three of us were in Trent's wedding when he got yeah. married. We were groomsmen. We drove out to Florida. Speaking of great trips and yeah. bonding off campus, yep. none of that would have happened if Trent didn't walk up to me and invite me to Table 10. Table mm-hmm. 10 is my floor, Colby 10. I've been blessed by that bro sis, the RAs that have come through there, the yeah. friends. If he didn't come extend a hand and invite me, I wouldn't have gone to Walgreens with him the next day. Yeah. 
And I love that so much because, you know, he approached me, he extended a hand and I said, no, Mm -hmm. I turned him down. I turned his kindness down, but it still had drastic ramifications for the future. That that hand that he extended is now my floor. It's Mm -hmm. the best friends that I have. It's the sisters. It's the family that I've had. And I wouldn't have that if if not for Trent Blake. Yeah. And we laugh about that and we joke about that because it's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Because he he um, eventually moved online uh, and took took a job in ministry, and so like he eventually left us. But yeah. he placed me in my home before he left. Wow. And. That's the nicest thing I can say about Trent Blake. <laughs> I, I, I owe him a huge debt. Yeah. It's wonderful. That's my three. Wonderful. Go ahead. Oh, with my two? If you, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, yeah this, my number two is last summer. Mm-hmm. So last summer, so summer of 2022, I ended up staying on campus um, and working in the commons, and I roomed with um, Naomi. Yeah, Naomi, one of my best friends. Mm. Um, and we also worked together, Naomi and I. Yep. <laughs> and <coughs> <coughs> I remember, so her and I were currently training together for a half marathon. <sighs> and so we had we went on so many runs together that uh-huh. summer. Both these really, were impressive runs. Yeah, like ten mile. Yeah, runs. Yeah. Um, either like really early in the morning or like three hour runs mm. or like at night. And there was just one time it was closer towards the end of the summer. Um, her and I had been experiencing a little bit of conflict. And nothing like major, just we were both overtired. Roommates. Roommates. (laughs) And we worked together. We lived together. We hung out together. We ran together. Like a lot of different, like almost every area of our lives during that summer involved the other person. Sure. Which was both very much a blessing, but I think for both of us, it was a little much at times. We needed a little bit of space. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, we had been experiencing a little bit of conflict <clears throat> and we went on this one run and it was at like eight o'clock at night and we went on Lakeshore and so the sun had already set and it was just beautiful and after our run we ended up stopping at the beach and like sitting down and just like looking at the sky looking out on the water and we ended up being able to have like this really great conversation and share like where we were both at and like apologize and forgive each other and pray for each other. And there were tears and there was also like a laughter and just so much reconciliation mm-hmm. and like I hate confrontation and Having to apologize scares the heck out of me mm. because that I often feel that oh when I apo- when I need to apologize that means that well one I messed up obviously I sinned if I need to apologize but also <clears throat> that relationship is no longer secure I need to make up for it like 
the relationship is forever damaged, like just false mantras that I've heard and believed my whole life. Um, and yet this was such a beautiful example of what like confession and forgiveness and restoration look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just really beautiful. And like, I'm just so grateful for that experience and like the healing that it did in our relationship. And also as just me as a person being able to have had that experience. Um, yeah, it was just, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. It was just, and it was, you know, not to be like over dramatic, but it was just a beautiful, peaceful night um, on Lake Shore. And yeah, that's mm. my number two. Yeah. It's my number two. Um, healthy relationships where like you can mess up, you can hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. But there can be forgiveness and restoration in the end. Like Yeah, room for grace and patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not just about like self preservation, but also humility. Like being able to admit where we had both hurt each other or we had both made each other like frustrated mm-hmm. and could genuinely apologize and then forgive the other person and like move on. Yeah. Um well, it's really interesting because everybody as roommate conflict and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> sometimes we come in and we're assigned to people <laughs> that we don't even know yeah and well that's usually the case what's funny is that was a summer that wasn't yes. like during a semester that so was a it's summer. F- that's kind of funny that you mentioned that so we had decided beforehand so once we knew that we were both working over the summer at the same place we were like we can't room we can't room with each other it would just be too much <laughs> we'd probably kill each other and then we were both assigned with like random people that we didn't know. And so then I reached out to her and I was like, so <laughs> what do you think about rooming together? Because previously we had thought we would have our own rooms. Mm. Um, and she was like, sure. And so we were both right and wrong and that we would probably kill each other. Because if we hadn't had that moment at the beach, if we hadn't had the opportunity to ask for forgiveness and apologize and forgive the other person. Yeah. And then we, we, I think our friendship would have been probably permanently. <laughs> <laughs> but we're good. We're, we're good. Yeah. We're good. She's such a blessing. Love to hear death. It. And our, we, our friendship just grew that much deeper and more secure. So, mm. yeah. But yeah, we did not end up killing each other. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> my my number two is also kind of on the more serious mm-hmm. depth side, which my number one's a little more happy, lighthearted. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about yours, but uh, my 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 last one probably no, it's not. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's cool. Um, my number two. Goodness, it's just it's taught me a lot about, I guess, pain and. Mm-hmm seeing people who are in pain and loving others in pain and just gave me a lot to ponder. I know what you're going to share. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, speaking of, you know, Colby 10 and Mm -hmm. just the community there, 
one of one of the guys on ten, one of my one of my good friends, had recently experienced a loss, mm-hmm. and we all have experienced different types of losses and different kinds of losses. And I, I like to think that the you know the losses you experience help you to care for others who have experienced the same. Yeah, they help you you know sit with them to understand what they're feeling. But with this friend, I had never seen them experience a season of pain i'd never seen them experience a season of loss Hmm. and they are not like me at all yeah and like i know what i need i typically need to talk about things yeah i like to talk about things it comes easy for me to talk about things not the case with this person yeah and they're walking around like everything's perfect they're confident it's good everything's (laughs) chill we're good yeah and I'm like straight up confused. Mm-hmm. And I'm like talking to my friends. I'm sure it was you. I probably reached out. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this. do I bring it up? Like, I don't want to like wreck this person's world. If like, I don't know how they deal with it. I just, yeah. everything seems fine. Is it not affected? That's got to affect them. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got to be feeling, <laughs> I'm Something. so confused. And I don't, I don't know how to love this person or care for this person. Or, you know, sometimes I want to, fix the person and just take away the pain but you can't and that's one of the most beautiful things Mm -hmm. about pain and walking with someone and man I I don't know if it was a week of this of this confidence of this everything seems fine but I, I remember distinctly getting out of class and I had a text from my RA that just said hey I really need you in the common area in the lounge um like right now, if you are free. And so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, get out of class, take the elevator up, go to the lounge. And there my friend is mm-hmm. sitting in the center of the room, like right in front of um, the little table that we have there. And he's trembling mm-hmm. uncontrollably, like shaking. Mm-hmm. Head to toe. Yeah. Bawling his eyes out. Box of tissues in front of him. A handful of tissues in his hand that is shaking. And at this time, there was one other person in the room. Sebastian was in the room. Mm -hmm. Sebastian had his arm on his shoulder. I walk in. I sit down. And this dude's just freaking shaking. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen someone in that much pain before. And I'm just looking at him and I start to feel like distraught for him. And I'm like, it was just a, such a strange feeling of like, I cannot take this from him. Mm-hmm. I feel powerless. I, how could, what do I do? Is this because he's been suppressing it? Is All he right. finally allowing himself to feel it? Is there anything I can do? And Sebastian just says like, hey man, like, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and he just starts praying for him. And the next like 30 minutes to an hour is really what I'm getting at here because the community on that floor, you know, the common area is in the center of the floor. Everybody walks past it when you come, Mm -hmm. when you leave, when you use the bathroom, you have to walk past the common area. There's two massive windows. And just, I'm just sitting there looking at him while (laughs) while Sebastian's praying over him. And just over the next 30 minutes to an hour, someone will go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Someone will come to get something out of the fridge. 
and they would stop, they would feel the weight of the room, and they would look at our friend mm -hmm. who was trembling and crying, and they wouldn't say anything, but they would grab a seat yeah. in the room, and they would just sit there. Yeah. And a couple people would get up, a couple people one at a time would, would pray over him, just ask God to comfort him, calm his heart. He's freaking shaking. But like he finally like came to and was able to stop shaking. And there's like 15 of us in the room, mm -hmm. just like literally surrounding him, seated. Mm -hmm. Just like, hey, like you're not alone. Yeah. We got you. And it was just a reminder, really, we get so caught up in uh, what assignment is due. Mm -hmm. I got to go to chapel, got to go to class. Hey, what homework am I working on this weekend? And sometimes something very real happens to somebody on your floor, whether it's a sickness, a loss, a, you know, a medical report, their car getting, you know, smashed. Like it reminds you why you're here and like the importance of things yeah. and the unimportance of some things that sometimes we give weight to that we shouldn't. And it was just, it was just beautiful. I'd never seen a community of men come together like that to walk through someone, to walk through something with someone. Mm -hmm. And it gave me a greater appreciation of the men on that floor. Um, and I think it brought us all together. It shook us up and reminded us like, hey, this is, this is real life. And we yeah. need to, <laughs> we need to yeah. talk to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, and we need to help each other because we need each other. Um, but yeah, yeah, what what a what a strange, painful, mm. uh, wonderful moment that was. I think that picture of taking a seat is really powerful too. In that, like, it's from from what I'm hearing, it sounds like none of them were trying to necessarily take away the pain, mm -hmm. but sit with him in it. And like, that's what you need when you're in such pain, because nobody can take it away from you. Right. But like, we need that companionship and that support. And so that's, that's really cool that you guys have that community. Yeah. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's so strange. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause we can't take it, but how, and how powerless I felt there. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there asking God, like, can you take it? Can mm -hmm. you give it to me? Like, what can I do? And like, I think about a loving father loving you so much to say, like, I'm not going to take it away just yeah. yet. Yeah. Because it's going to grow you. It's going to draw mm -hmm. you closer together. And it's going to teach you how to love others. And I know it hurts you right now or it hurts him right now. But I'm going to use it to make him stronger. And I think about the past three years of our lives and the amount of things that have molded and shaped me. <laughs> the things that have molded and shaped me most are the seasons of pain. Yep. And the seasons of pain that my friends have been in. Mm -hmm. And watching them walk through it and walk out of it. And there's been a lot. There's been a lot. It seems to be the way the world works. Yep. That's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> what's your number one my number one um 
The number one was from second semester. So I talked a little bit in season one how I had dated a fellow movie student. Mm. And um, this summer of 2020, there were lots of factors, but we ended up breaking up. And that was, I, I mean, I was, I was heartbroken. Um, and so we came back in the fall and we had like that follow-up conversation, which like at the time, and we talked about closure in the last episode. Like, what is even closure? Mm-hmm. Does closure even exist? I don't think it really exists. I think it's more just about acceptance. Um, and But we had that conversation that is supposed to give closure. And um, it just broke my heart all mm-hmm. over again. Um, and it was also like the first time that him and I had had a conversation in person since the breakup and breakup was over the phone and um first time we had spent any time together since that and so it was just like lots of memories of what once was what I had hoped was going to be mm-hmm. um and like the reality that that was not the case mm-hmm. um and so <laughs> I'm leading I'm leading up to my to my number one so we we walk back to campus and um, he is like called over by a few friends and I just keep walking and I am going to go to my room, but I realize like, oh, I probably shouldn't be alone right now. Like, I just feel really emotional. I don't want to be alone. Like, um, and I'm pretty sure like there are people in my room at that time that I did not, I did not want to talk to you about it. Mm. Um, and so... I told my very dear friend, Danielle, that I was having this conversation and I knew that she was working in the library at the time and she was just getting off. And so I was like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to see if she, if she can talk. And so I, (laughs) I, I'm originally walking towards Houghton and then I turned back around and I actually passed my ex again and it was super awkward. But I'm walking towards the library and then Danielle comes out and, you know, like right in front of Sweeting, there's like that patch of grass mm-hmm. um, where like all like the dog walkers, like, why do they, <laughs> 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 they always bring their dogs there to pee and to poop. Uh-huh. But anyways, <clears throat> I, we end up like meeting there. She did not know that I was coming. Um, and I see her and I just physically and emotionally sink and I just start like weeping and like (laughs) I remember her like holding onto my arms and just like gently going down to the ground with me Mm. and she held me and I just wept and Danny and I like we had an instant bond when we first met the first semester where like We've talked about it, her and I, where we just both know, like, oh, I'm going to be friends with this person for, like, the rest of my life. Mm. And that was just another <laughs> another example of, our like, how deep our friendship had already grown in such a short amount of time. 
but also like the care that she showed towards me, her gentleness, her kindness, and her compassion um, was exactly what I needed in that moment. Mm. And you know me. I have a hard time being okay with expressing my emotions to other people. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I, I prefer to express my emotions in private. We're like, Previously, I thought that like, oh, that way it's not a burden to other people. But what was so impactful about this moment was that I trusted her and we had built that relationship or like that rapport where I knew that like, oh, it's heavy, but it's not too heavy for you. Like Mm -hmm. it's a burden on me, but me sharing it with you isn't a burden. Um, And like I can, I can trust that you care for me in this. And yeah, it's just, it's one of those, one of those memories I often think about when I wrestle with that false notion that I'm too much or my emotions are too much for people or that like I need to shrink myself in order to be either acceptable or lovable or um, whatever it might be. Yeah. And so that moment was just a complete contrast to what I had believed. Mm. Um, And that contrast was just lived out beautifully Um, and has helped me moving forward. Like remember, oh, I can trust people. I can, I can share this part of my heart with people. I can share my brokenness and my hurt um, with people in like a healthy and a genuine way and have that be received. Um, and I can be okay with being cared for and not just being the one caring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how differently might that have affected you if she didn't mm-hmm. receive that or care for you? Yeah. If she had said, listen, I've had a long day. Right. I really can't deal with this. Right. Right. <laughs> but someone you can trust yeah, because who I mean, is yeah. willing to walk through that with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, it's one of those instances where you were talking about your number two, where like she could not take that pain away, but her sitting with me meant the world. Her sitting with me released that heaviness mm-hmm. of what I was going through. Not released, but relieved. Um, yeah community man yeah no we talked about trent i think it was episode two (laughs) well i was i was Mm -hmm. going through something and he just texted me and said hey can i come to your room yeah and i had lived on colby nine at the time Mm -hmm. Uh, great floor Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and uh so he came down to my floor and he just sat in the room yeah he didn't say a darn thing yeah he just sat there and then eventually I started talking, which is what well, I yeah. which is yeah. what I needed to do. Yeah. I needed to get it out of my system. But gosh, Trent Blake. <laughs> yeah. Great guy. Um, and his short time here affected me greatly. Um, love Danny. Mm-hmm. She's an, an amazing Danny woman. and her husband Noah were in my cohort my first semester for orientation. And our cohort kind of adopted Eva into our cohort. I don't yeah. know if we've talked about this on the show no. before. I was in Danny's but, wedding. Okay. Okay. I was her maid of honor. Very cool. 
Very cool. Cohorts are a little different now. They used to be classrooms of, say, yeah, 25, true. 30 people, and you would meet with that group of people on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So different And now. it was just your group of your 30 yeah. people, of 30 freshmen, going through your first semester together, and that was awesome. Yeah. That's where Trent, Javi, Joe, Claire, Danny, Noah, Marvel. Yeah. Like, I'm going to forget to mention somebody. Maddie, like... Maddie and Maddie and so many people, <laughs> so many people. I feel like a lot of people from my cohort have left. Yeah. Or they're married or they live off campus or they just don't go here anymore. Yeah. No, there were, there was a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. There, but there's, there's a, there's still. Still a lot of us. Yeah. Still a lot of us. We have an amazing class. I really like our graduating class. Yeah. Yeah. Got some stellar people. Really, really, that's really what's made the experience. Yes. Has been our fellow classmates. It's mm-hmm. been it's been a pleasure to have all of the conversations over breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the classroom, out of the classroom, and in during yep. summers just doing life together. But And also like those professors who meet with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, professors are the best. Yeah. Uh my number one is maybe a little break from the heavy, but I'm going to make, I can make everything meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> I can make anything feel heavy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it might, it might go there. It might go there. It's heavy to me. But the most meaningful thing to me, you know, first times are often like, they just stick with you. Uh-huh. They're memorable, right? Yeah. The first time, you know, you had a Kit Kat. First time you saw I you were gonna say something else. a certain movie. Um, I have memories around this campus of the first time I went to SIPO, mm-hmm. uh, the first time I had the SDR food, mm-hmm. first time I sat in the commons. Yeah. The first time I walked to Sweden and first time I saw Col- Col- Colbertson <laughs> Hall and the first time I saw what a dorm room looks like and the first time I was in the commons, it was about 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I had arrived extremely early to beat the traffic. <laughs> sounds uh, like you. For day one, uh, it sounds like somebody else. Uh, Me? No, I... Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, I know where you're going. <laughs> Whoops. First, first time I was in the commons was with my dad. We were here for day one. Um, my dad cleared his schedule to drive me to Chicago and to visit Moody with me because it was something that I wanted to check out. And I, it's hard for me to explain. Maybe you can help me. Maybe you've experienced something similar. But when I first came to Moody, it was a it was a huge decision. It was life altering. It was the first mm-hmm. time I had ever been away from home. And there was a certain, like, it was like a lightheadedness, Mm -hmm. but in my heart, like in my chest, like I was terrified. Yeah. I felt like I was going to float away. Like I, I was so scared. Yeah. And I, I'm sitting in the commons with my dad and two very, very kind students welcomed us. You know, we were mega early. Mm -hmm. They actually gave us free commons breakfast because we were so early, like before things started and they were so friendly and welcoming. 
I don't even remember what they look like. Yeah. I wish I did because yeah. they were probably maybe juniors and seniors when we first got. I don't remember who they are. They were amazing at welcoming me. And we went on a tour of the school. My dad was there. We went to SIPO. My dad was there. Mm-hmm. That spot where I was sitting, where Trent came up to me to welcome me to his table, I was sitting where I sat with my dad mm. the first time I was there because that's what I knew. Yeah. That's the seat I knew. Every single time I exit the SDR and I have to use that bathroom that's toward Kroll. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever used that bathroom with yeah. my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Like I stood outside uh, waiting for him and an upperclassman asked me if I was lost because I was looking at the map. But I was really just awkwardly like looking down because I didn't want anybody to acknowledge me. And but they were. You don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) I am not here. They were they were kind enough to, you know, ask if I needed help getting somewhere. And it's Uh like now I know the tunnels like the back of my hand. Yeah. You you could blindfold me. I'd get through the tunnels. But my dad was with me. And I think of that a lot. Yeah. I remember that. I remember where we sat in the comments. I remember where we sat in the SDR. I remember standing outside Sweeting as the guy gave the tour and talked mm-hmm. about Chapman and Sweeting. And he said he was from the pumpkin capital of the world. And I said, what? Morton, Illinois? No way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, that's my neck of the woods. But <laughs> <laughs> never would have guessed. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> my my dad was there for me. My dad's always been there for me. And that has lingered with me throughout my entire student career at Moody. Before Moody, at Moody, during Moody, my parents have been a perfect example of what it means to support someone and what it means to be with someone. Mm-hmm. They've always been there. Yeah. And I think that's the greatest gift they could ever give me. My dad cleared out his day. You know, we we, <laughs> we woke up super early because he wanted to beat the traffic. If he was you like, were there at 6 a.m., how early did you have to get up? That'd be like 3 a.m. because it's a three-hour drive. So, like, yeah. But he's always like, you know, that Chicago traffic, you got to. <laughs> You got to beat that traffic. And he's right he because right. if you get stuck in that traffic, you're, you're looking stuck. at a five-hour drive. Yeah. When I drove home for – anyway, I, <laughs> I don't need to go on a tangent about <laughs> Chicago traffic. But really, you, you got to beat that traffic with your New Balance shoes. And, oh, my gosh. Um. Yeah, my number one impactful moment is that my dad was here for for me and with me at day one. Wow. Like we had, um, I can't even remember what it's called, but Mark Job spoke in Joe's. And there yes. were there were a bunch of chairs lined up. Yes. And I, I sat there too. with my with my dad. <laughs> and I remember yeah. that. And I just, it's so bizarre. I wonder if you were at the same one. Yeah. When I did you know. go? I don't remember. I but think I went in March. Yeah. I had already been accepted. So... I got that little button that says MBI accepted. I still have that button. But I didn't uh, even get a button. <laughs> well, it's so that when I was walking around, people knew like this kid's committed, oh. you know. But like I oh. don't know. <laughs> but um I see. 
Yeah, so it was terrifying all the more because I was yeah. like, I'm already coming. Yeah. Like, I've already kind of made that decision. And what if I hit it here? Yeah, but my, my dad was there. And then he came back with me to move me in. So sweet. With uh, my sister, Anna, mm-hmm. my twin sister, Anna, and my brother-in-law, Patrick. And I remember Anna, like, unpacked my clothes and put it in my drawers <laughs> and, like... Like, they just yeah. set me up, you know? We got Lou Malnati's for dinner. Nice. And then I'll never forget sitting there at that table. I was like, when we leave here, I'm going back to my dorm, and, and they're all leaving. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that terrifying? Terrifying. Yeah, I remember when my, my parents dropped me off. Yeah. My sister Christiana was with me, too. And then once they left, I was like, oh. Yeah. By it's myself. like, this is my home now. Yeah. 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 I was in Culbertson nine twelve, and now oh. I'm directly above it in Culbertson ten twelve. Wow! Yeah. Side note: When I went to day one, day one, um, it's called Experience Moody now. Experience Moody used to be called Day One. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I did not like it. Wow! Yeah, hot I was like, take. Mm. <laughs> I was like, mm, I'm not feeling it. I felt like people were kind of uppity. Mm. and i didn't feel like i would fit but i think that was really just my own intimidation Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah i was intimidated to think about going back to school after being out of college environment for over a year and like Mm. (laughs) sounds like he needed to be humbled (laughs) shut your face I've been humbled uh, quite a few times yeah. these last few years. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. What did you to say? Bummer town? Bummer town. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Was that last episode? Yeah. Yeah, bummer town. That's my thing. Bummer town. Bummer town. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's... And I've I've had the privilege of meeting your dad, and he's very nice. Yes, very he's, a very, he's a very kind man. Yes. yes chill super chill super chill yeah there's a lot of things from both of my parents that i've realized like i have that Mm -hmm. it's a very mysterious thing how would like i kind of love it yeah like my mom loves to talk Mm -hmm. so do i Mm -hmm. my mom's good at talking so am i Mm -hmm. my dad is a very calm person very Mm. kind person Mm -hmm. he likes to work hard do things the right way yeah. He's very respectful, you know, mature. He's a he's a man of integrity. You yeah. know, and I grew up under that and so like I have that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Parents and their kids, like that relationship, it's just it's freaking mysterious and very beautiful. Yeah. Kind of terrifying too. Yeah. yeah. My mom also as you, you as you spoke with Thanksgiving, she loves to give people things. That she's, is also she's yeah. very she's very generous. Yes. And like so I grew up being taught like give people things and be generous and it's fun like cracklin old brand <laughs> and yeah. the mini m&ms which are my favorite yeah. yeah dude when you surprised me in the comments with like cracklin old brand yeah well i saw neck. it and i was like what am i not gonna buy this right now like, <laughs> you know how hard this stuff is to find <laughs> it is hard to find it's a rarity yeah 
best and cereal surprise it's actually not disgusting it's they not. need to do a better job to, of marketing yeah. that stuff they need to rebrand it they've got something they need to strut they're they've limping got and they need cinnamon to strut. and crunch it's so good mm. oats i'm not brand <laughs> you know there's like this crackle yeah oh. oats <laughs> you said that already <laughs> Bummer town. (laughs) Bummer town. Yeah. All right. I'm good. Are you good with that? Isn't this crazy? This is our last episode. Last time. It's kind of sad. I'm not sure. Oh my gosh. One of the one of the first lasts of our moody career. Wow. The first last. One of the first lasts. The first of our moody career. That's I'm gonna pretty, try not to get emotional. This is a really long episode, but I feel like a finale. You know, typically yeah. they're two-hour special Whoa. tonight on Fox, so <laughs> we can get if Lost can do it. You know what? <laughs> we can too. I think we're about the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yikes! Once, once, once we're done, we're done. Mm-hmm. This has been weird. Yes. I can't confidently say that I'm never going to sit down in front of a microphone with you again. I'd very much like to. Sure. It just probably it's not going to be a part of this set. Yeah. Maybe there will be something else in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, the future yeah. is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> never say never, you know? <laughs> Isn't that like a Justin Bieber song? It is. It is. I was just watching a video on him the other day. Were you? Yeah. How come? How lonely were you? (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, the man is fascinating. (laughs) The amount of pressure and talent at such a young age. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The man worked hard. Um. I I thought I heard his um, baby, baby, that Mm -hmm, song mm -hmm. for the first time. Yeah. Impressive lyrics. Yeah. Specifically during the chorus. Go right. on. I thought he was a girl. Wow. I was also 13. Okay. And I had never he seen He was face. also 13. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. You know what's funny? What? Um, I have to go pick up a friend from the airport. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So. Yes. Gosh. This is it. This is it. Um. I've dragged this on longer than it needed to be. I think we're having a hard time putting this. Yeah, I just want to make one more joke or say, yeah. well, ask you one more funny question yeah. or go on one more rant about something silly that makes me laugh. Yeah. It's been fun. We it really kind of ran out of time to do this a lot in the, the last yeah. few semesters and just kind of worked with what we had. But yeah. uh, Moody has blessed us greatly. It's also a very formative time in our lives and a just a time of weird transitions and jobs and serving at our churches and all all friendships and relationships, breakups. And we just wanted to document some of it. Yeah. And we hope we've given you kind of an inside look of the ups and downs and the, Mm. the ways that Moody has blessed us and formed us that uh, I will never be able to repay. Yeah. I cannot recommend this beautiful institution enough. It has. Yep. Formed me into the the man I am today. 
and I will take things from this institution (laughs) and this season of life that will continue to form me for years to come. Yeah. So, Eva. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. This has been so much fun. So much fun. I remember the first time I approached you in the commons and I was like, hey, (laughs) 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 I have to do something that's called a capstone. Uh, Crazy thought. Do you want to do a podcast? And you were immediately down. I was so excited. You said that sounds freaking awesome. And I said, let's do it. And we did it. And we've done it. so much fun. We made it. We did. We did. We did. We Way to go. Way to go us. Right. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. No, me either. Yeah. You you are aware of that reference, right? Yes. Okay. Because. That's why I was like, look at us. Right. But yeah. when you said me either. You know, anyway. Well, because it had to end at some point. Yeah. I had a, I had a shred of doubt. I'm sorry. After all these years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long we've been working together? How long? Come How on. Long? You still don't trust me? Yeah. <laughs> I've just been smuggling a little bit of money. But <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Eva, I can't thank you enough for joining me on this yeah. venture and sharing and being vulnerable and bouncing ideas off of me and show planning and showing hey. up in the studio. Thanks for and inviting working. me. And doing things <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Hey, I have to present this at a specific <laughs> night. I think it's like the last Thursday in April. So please come sit at the table with me. Oh, you have Senior to Senior showcase. Yeah. Because I work Thursday, so I need to find a cover. Oh, uh, So okay. you let me know. Some of the logistics of, yeah. you know, student life. Um, yeah. We can get all dressed up all nice and professional. I'll probably wear a polo with some new balance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Gosh, what a journey. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't know where I'm going to be in six months. Don't ask me what I'm doing after graduation. I don't know yet. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding. You can ask me. And Eva too. Sure. This has been so much fun. This is one of my favorite projects I've ever worked on during my Moody student career. Uh, Yeah. been a fun project yeah lots of good memories yeah it's been fun yep we made a podcast (laughs) we did (laughs) we did and we've talked in circles we have (laughs) which is why we're gonna cut it now god bless you and keep you and make his face i'm not oh my god i went way too far as this You really squeezed that one in there. I did. That was sneaky. (laughs) Hashtag Mark Job. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for watching. Your friends, Justin and Eva. Wait, watching, listening. Listening. What would I do without you? Uh, Thank you so much for listening (laughs) to (laughs) to your friends, Justin and Eva. It has been such a pleasure. I can't believe you took the time. The time to listen to us. All right. You go have a great life now. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Your Friends is produced in the studios on Kroll 8 at the Moody Bible Institute of Chicago, Illinois, and hosted by Justin Souter and me, Eva Denis. Please rate, review, and subscribe for notifications of future episodes on Spotify or Apple Music. Thanks for listening to Your Friends, Justin and Eva. Bye.